morning sesh. Uh, this is the late night edition. I am already past my bedtime, so be prepared, listeners of Ye Cast, Ye Old Cast. Ye Old Cast. I mean, it's only 7 o'clock for me, so I just have some. Must drink, be nice. A drink. Someone oh, had wait, to get wait. their hair done, so. Wait till you see my water. I've been drinking water out of a giant mason jar. I do too, yeah. And I'm out of seltzer. I haven't even had a single seltzer today. Wow. Listen to this, listeners. Growth. Are you going to gulp that? (laughs) You did. (laughs) In 10 minutes, (laughs) we're going to have a pee break. (laughs) Possibly. Uh, who um, are we? What are we? What do we do? What do, What is the thing? We're welcome to the Spooky Succubus cast. I'm Rebecca. You're Abby. I'm, wow, I'm look Abby. at me. I'm doing the introductions. That never happens. Some, hey, I'm so happy for you. I don't. I mean, we're an intersectional feminist, anti-capitalist, anti-racist, pro all the things that you should be pro podcast about horror movies. Pro-abortion, for sure, in case anyone was um, yeah. like, inquiring about it. Like, get it whenever you want it. Anti-AOC's uh, <sighs> Met Gala look. <laughs> My God. I like, don't it's even too want to talk about it. Um, it should be burned at the stake. I can't stand it. I was like, really? Really? It's so bad. Liberals, she like, come on. She kind of, like, blurfed, blurped left the uh, interview questions like I just want to talk about class like well you're not at the right place to do that right I don't know I want to like her I really did at one point want to like her but I mean she's like less objectionable than other politicians of her ilk but Listen, uh, we can't trust politicians. Uh, Did anybody no, think that we could? No, you can't. No. We can't trust the class class structure. We can't trust our form of government right now. I don't believe in it. I don't stand by any of them. Like, what am I going to do? We're just going to, well, we're going to die because the earth has like 40 good years left. So until then, let's talk about The Omen from 2006. Right. <laughs> this movie had zero good years on it. So um, it did have a percentage of the harry potter cast in it though so that's good like 0.15 percent but two big names yeah two big names uh yeah this is such a boring movie uh (laughs) like i just don't want leave schreiber on my tv i'm sorry like unless i'm watching scream scream 2 or scream 3 i like could take him or leave him you know i guess i feel like honestly i mean maybe people are gonna come at me for this but I think it, there could have been better casting and screen oh, yeah. too. Like, I no, not a f- I disagree. No, I, I mean, probably could have been only specifically for Colton Underface or whatever his uh, Cotton Weary. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> Colton right. Underface. Uh, is Cotton Weary, my yeah. name. Cotton is such a gross name, but yeah, I just don't like leave Schreiber on my TV. I, it feels like invasive. I'm like, I did not invite you into my home, Mister <laughs> Mister Man. Please and desist. <laughs> He hasn't really done... Oh, he was an X-Men. I forgot. I'm looking at his IMDb page. Also, He's an like, X, X-Men. X-Men. Uh, Julia Stiles, what are you... Where did, where did you come from? Where did you go? You go? Where did you come from? Cotton Weary ad joke. Cotton Weary. That was great. Look at us. It Thank all you relates. so much. 
Oh, man. They, like, really went on a lot of adventures in this movie. None of them interesting. Uh, It's such a long plot. So many dumb things happen. Julia Stiles is, like, up to something. I'm sure. I'm not. I don't know. I love She appeared in the movie Hustlers. Yeah, I liked Hustlers. It was good. I don't think I watched it. Is that the one it's about, with It's J-Lo? about, yeah, J-Lo and uh, Constance Wu, I think her name is, and Lizzo was in it. It was like a whole thing. Is uh, it Constance Wu or am I being racist? Nope, it's Constance Wu. We're I've good, never we're seen good. it. I think you're great. Uh, she's also, an, she's going to be an orphan first kill. Wow. Oh, yeah. She Vera Farmiga's understudy now? I don't know. I like her better than Vera Farmiga. I said it. I think I feel I the same it. about them. They they live on the same plane. I'm like a little jealous of Vera Farmiga because she gets to hang out with Patrick Wilson, but like that's a whole another oh story. My gosh. Yeah, I know. Horny, horny aff. All right, can we just do this? Okay, we're gonna get into thing? it. Okay, it's 2006. Wait, Rebecca is reading. Um, yeah, unfortunately. But I do want to say the 20th Century Fox song gives me like so much serotonin because Anastasia, the movie Anastasia was 20th Century Fox mm. and it was my favorite movie. I watched it like every day and it just makes me feel like so warm and fuzzy inside and like I want to watch Anastasia. I do miss like the intros of movies. Yeah, like the 20th Century Fox, the Roaring Lion. I miss I miss them. Uh too bad there was like Elder dark millennials. men behind them. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into it. It's 2006. It's actually June 6, 2006, Two, to be exact. 2006. Uh, we open on a priest at a telescope. He be he be telescoping. <laughs> <Love> <laughs> uh, he sees three comet comets, freaks out, um, and then is writing down calculations. Uh, then there's spliced biblical and satanic images. An older man, older priest is writing and looking over his glasses. There's 666, etc. Um, telescope priest uh, runs into the room and says something dramatic in Italian. There's a lot of untranslated Italian, and I hope you can shed some light I understood on it. like half of it. Yeah. <laughs> no, not well. Um, Glasses Priest then presents at the Vatican in front of the Pope. He quotes something about angel trumpets and the apocalypse, uh, graphic images of the Twin Towers, war, mass killings, floods, etc. He tells the Pope that they are on the eve of Armageddon and that the biggest bad is on the way. Leave Schreiber's here. Here he is. His name is Robert. Uh, (laughs) Oh, he's so awful. (laughs) He is... um, in a police escorted vehicle on the way to the hospital where his wife, Julia Stiles, whose name is Catherine, sometimes called Kate. Sometimes um, one called time called Kathy. <laughs> Kathy. I miss that I was one. Like, I was like, huh? Um, she's in labor, but a priest tells him the child is dead and she doesn't know. The priest then shows, uh, says there was damage and she will never be able to have another child, but there's a free baby down the hall. Don't worry. Uh, the priest this says, is so unhinged. Why are you listening to, where are the doctors? I'm confused. Yeah. Who is this priest? You don't even know this guy. Yeah. Uh, but he trusts him blindly because he's also a man. Uh, the priest says he knew the mother well and she died and there's no other family. He urges Robert to take this child and God will forgive this little deception for the sake of the child. 
Robert presents Catherine with the adopted baby and says nothing, and she's thrilled. Unreal. Not good. We see home video footage of the baby, Damien's happy childhood. Robert is... And she never finds out the truth. She never... Even gets to know the truth. It's upsetting. I the whole time I was like, she's on her deathbed. You're leaving her for Rome. Like you know, some shit's about to go down. Tell her the truth, like so that she can safeguard herself from this demon child. But no. Uh, Robert is an American diplomat, and Catherine goes to visit him at with Damien at work. Robert's ambassador is making him deputy, and they're all being moved to London. Suddenly, the ambassador is stuck in traffic and um gasoline truck spills and goes he goes up in flame and is dead somehow by damien's hand by the devil's hand it's questionable uh in london three months later robert is now the ambassador and they are moving into a gigantic mansion it's huge um where do you get estates oops Uh uh-oh all right, we're back. We're back. It, whatever is salvageable has hath been salvaged. All right. Who knows? <laughs> Where are I we? assume that you stopped. Okay, I forgot you're on. You got picture in picture. Anyway, Jesus. Okay. Take, oh my oh, God. Satan, take no, the wheel. Take it from my hands, Lord. Okay. What do you remember last hearing about? Oh my God! Now a PDF Adobe <laughs> Acrobat just like opened up. What is going on with this computer? We have to cut this all of this out. Sorry that this is Ooh. happening. Uh, okay, what happened? We were talking about how Kathy, aka Kate, AKA that's Kathy. the last thing you remember. Oh God. Okay, <laughs> it stopped. It like just like black screen. Burp. Yeah. Okay. All right. So and how she was like just lied to and then sadly died alone. So that's where we're at. Okay. So Robert is uh, an ambassador's assistant or something. Not really clear on the hierarchy. (laughs) But they're Um, going to London. They're going to London. (laughs) Yeah, so his his ambassador is being moved to London, but then the ambassador gets stuck in traffic and, like, a bunch of accidents happen. He gets covered in gasoline. A person experiencing houselessness. It's very final destination. Um, So he gets lit on fire and dies. Um, Presumably so does his driver and everyone else in traffic. I mean, it seems like a a lot of people... In the vicinity must have been dead. That was quite the fireball. Um, In London, three months later, Robert is now the ambassador, and they are moving into a gigantic mansion. Huge. Very outrageous, yeah. I mean, Uh, I don't want to say it's her fault she fell off that second story, but if you live in a nice, modest, mid-century ranch, you know. Right. Number one. It's the wealthy. It's the wealth. that's Don't have kids. If you don't have kids, none of this happens. Just saying. Also true. Um, Robert is not super happy and feels guilty about his his new position, especially because of his ambassador's death and the fact that he's the president's godson. We didn't know this before, guys. For for shadowing. For For shadowing. Uh, two years later, Catherine and Damien are playing at the park. She gets a call, but no, but it's no one. And then Damien's tricking her and scares her. Uh, this didn't really seem necessary. It, like, didn't go like anywhere. a regular kid thing to do, but it just it, it was just, like, I'm a weird kid. Yeah. Uh, my nieces and nephew would like push me down the stairs. Like, no lie, but it's just because they're kids. <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, I hate Whoops. you. 
Get in front no, of the moving they, like, truck. <laughs> they think it's fun to, like, knock me down and stuff. Because, like... I mean... It's funny. You're like, they're like, your bones are so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so at his extravagant fifth birthday, Remus okay, Lupin is there. Okay, I have to say... What? Uh, he is... Damien is dressed like Tiger Woods at his birthday party. <laughs> I didn't even... He's wearing clock a outfit. red polo shirt and... Uh, like khaki pants. <laughs> oh, so God. stupid. Hold on, I'm gonna do a side by side comparison for you. Keep talking. Um, it was, they like made his haircut so weird. Like he looks like a regular kid. They just like put him in bad clothes and gave him a weird haircut and they're like, he's the devil. Um so it's his fifth birthday. Remus Lupin is a paparazzi and he's there looking suspicious. Um the nanny sees a big black sheepdog and they stare at each other. Next thing we know, she's on the roof holding a noose. It's very sudden. I don't remember being that sudden in the original, but um, no, it, it all happens really, really fast. Um, the original is just so much better than this. So much better. Uh, so she shouts, Look at me, Damon, it's all for you, and jumps off the roof hanging herself. Um, upon arriving at work, the next day, the paparazzi are waiting for Robert, and he's bombarded with questions about the party and suicide. He knocks down Remus Lupin, whose name is Keith. I guess I'll call him by his character name. I thought it was Ken. I think it's Keith. I don't. Who knows? It's I thought Remus it was Lupin weird because it was Ken Jennings, which is also the name of a longstanding Jeopardy champion. Ken Jennings, really? Oh, it uh, is Keith. Keith. Okay, so maybe I read it as Ken Jennings I because I was thinking of the Jeopardy guy. Jeopardy? Well, I wrote Your Ken. Jeopardy obsession. Okay, here's what I wrote. Um, either I refer to him as Jean Jacket Photographer or Ken Jennings. So we're good to go there. I'm he appears in my notes as Remus Lupin every time. Um, yes. He's so cute. Yeah, he is very cute. Uh, so he knocks down Remus, breaks his camera, and then Remus says he'll just owe him one instead of making a rich guy pay for it, which is like, why? Uh, he tells Robert, oh, what? Whoops, that's the wrong line. A father Brennan, a priest, has come to see him. He tells Robert that he must accept Jesus immediately in order to save them both from the devil's son. Father no. Brennan says he was at the hospital the night Damien was born and participated and witnessed the birth and saw everything he knows. Um, I wish we actually got to find out what all like it was. Like, give me more don't details. Know. Did you guys bring a hellhound into the hospital and yeah, it like, gave birth to a human baby? I'm so confused. How did it die? Like, why did the hellhound have to die? Like, I don't I'm get it, you know? Confused. Um, he wants to save Robert so he too can be saved. Remus is back and takes pictures of Father Brennan being escorted out. At home, Catherine is looking for nan- new nannies, but Robert wonders if they need one at all because Catherine isn't working. And of course, Classic. women should be raising children. Women be um, children raising. <laughs> yep. Mia Farrow uh, slides into the room. She glides on air as Mrs. Baylock. God, she looks amazing. She her looks amazing. Her bones, her bone structure. Have I told you how my dad saw Mia Farrow in a Coles? And it's like his favorite story to tell. Really? In a Coles? Wow. Yeah, she's very budget friendly. Love. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about Mia Farrow. 
except for like some you know the unfortunate things that happened to her child but um apparently she's like a wonderful person i she seems like a wonderful person she gave a great performance in rosemary's baby she's given a great performance the only good performance in this movie um and like what i was thinking the whole time is if she were a man she looks incredible in this movie i don't know how old she is but if she were a man she would be like a hot older guy you know but since she's a woman she's like elderly because she's yeah, 50 she's in like this a movie. shrew right um so she glides in the room and has come to interview. She's been a nanny for 40 years and really loves it. She looks in on Damien and they've got a weird energy. Uh, Remus is developing photos and notices a weird distortion in all of Father Brennan's photos. It looks like something's going to happen to him. I wonder what. Um, there's some like Catherine and... All the family. I forgot their last name. <laughs> I'm doing great. Thorns. The thorns. thorns. The thorns. My goodness. The like wild Jesus's, thorns. <laughs> the wild thorns. Um, in Jesus's cap. I guess I that's probably the whole thing. Yeah. The, which is so wow. Okay, so the thorns are all dressed up and they're headed to the church for some reason. Mrs. B tries to get Damien not to go, but Catherine's like, "He's my son." So oh my God, on the Mrs. way to B. Mrs. Yeah, B. inherent inherent tension between women, obviously. The only two Why females. There be. Uh, are you there? I, yeah, sorry, you cut out a little bit. Um, so what is happening with my devices? <laughs> Everything is fine. Everything uh, is the, great. The closer they get to the church, we get flashes flashes of crucifixes and Jesus. Damien is looking upset and then he flips the fuck out and attacks Catherine. Of course he attacks his his mumsy, not his his dad. Yeah. Uh, They've got tension uh, for sure. That night straight up. They hate each other. It's bad. Uh, That night they discuss how Damien has never been sick and Catherine thinks it's strange but Robert of course dismisses her concerns. He should have not done that. Especially because he knows he is not their son. Anyway, this also yeah, has right? a lot to say about adoption. It's very bad. Uh, Robert goes into Damien's room just to tuck him in, and a brand new dog is there growling at him, and he doesn't freak out nearly enough. If I went into a room in my house and, and there, there was, was just, just a dog, dog there, recognize. I'd be like, um, hello. Hello. I did not invite this dog here. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Baylock quiets the dog, and Robert asks what the fuck is going on and she says they found it and thinks they should keep him as a watchdog and Damien seems to like him. Robert refuses and Mrs. B is like not good at concealing how strange she is at all. Um, on a yeah, school, she's like, she's, I mean, I'm like, weird. just weird behavior. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on a school trip, Catherine finds Damien alone looking at monkeys and he tells her the other kids are afraid of him. All the animals start to flip out. And a gorilla charges a cage, breaking the glass. No one finds this strange. I don't. I don't. I'm confused. Yeah. Like, it's why like is really... there glass? Why is it in like an open air? Like looks like an arboretum and not like a zoo. I'm confused. It's fully not addressed at any point. Yeah. Um, at home, Catherine tries again to tell Robert that something is not right about Damien. She breaks down and tells him that she needs therapy, which is also true. And good um, for her. Good for her. For. Knowing exactly what was going on. Too bad she's being gaslit by a toxic person. Yeah, uh, uh, her therapist and her shitty husband. Yeah, agree. Um, at the opera, Father Brennan is back. 
Um, and he asks Robert to meet him the next day at the park or Catherine will die. Uh, Remus takes so another chill. picture of him. <laughs> so super chill. Um, after a bad dream, Catherine finds Damien in the kitchen making a PB&J, and then he just, like, straight up ignores her. Oh, my God. He's like, is I, he a teenager? And it like, kind of reminded me of me. I was like, yeah, I can see doing that. Just, like, fuck off, lady. I'm hungry. I'm just trying to snack. PB&J is the devil's food, because I love it, too. Um, I uh, had it for dinner because I made a pesto that ended up being gross, and I didn't like it, so I... Aw, bummer. I know! I think it was because it was, like, parsley. I just don't know if I know how to make a parsley pesto that doesn't taste bad, but that's parsley not Parsley really is a strong we're... flavor, yeah. Yeah. No, that's so true. It's Thank you for I... being here for me. You're welcome. Uh, I like a basil pesto. That's yeah, I just had parsley lying around, so lying I tried. I tried to make it work. It didn't work, uh, and so I just ate dried mandarins and PB and J for dinner. Sounds good. I'm eating cookies and chocolate and rosé, so <laughs> I'm an adult. Don't worry about it. We are adults. Yeah, uh, that's definitely true. At the park the next day, Father Brennan tells Robert to go to the town of Megiddo. Megiddo, I think. Um, the walled city of Desrael and find a man named Bugenhagen. No one finds this name fucking hilarious because I know, like, Bugenhagen. I was dying, like, Bugenhagen. <laughs> Plus, like, how does what? Bugenhagen just live down there by himself? Like, that's not, you can't just do that. This movie has a lot to explain and it does nothing. It does none of that. <laughs> we don't get there at all. Um, he, so, Bu- Bugenhagen, Bugenhagen alone he alone knows how Damien must die um and Robert's like what the fuck um yeah like excuse me this really like escalated quickly here <laughs> uh so Father Brennan says that Catherine is pregnant and Damien will not allow the child to be born and will do whatever he can to kill it in the womb uh, Catherine wants an abortion, an abortion, because clearly her offspring are a little She's wild, like, I too am hot to not handle. <laughs> good luck, yeah. Which too is fine. Too hot to handle. It's her yeah. choice, but Robert's exactly. like, no, I don't respect you, so no. He's um, like, I need actual like bio offspring, or else you're of no value to me, basically. Clearly, um, Kate says her therapist Why wants to talk to him. Men. Why, Why do men? Do- question mark um at the therapist's office the therapist calls her delusional and crazy because she senses that damien is evil and not her child at all and robert tells this motherfucking dude the truth about the baby but still does not tell Catherine his own wife i know the truth about the, the baby fuck? What the fuck um he's suddenly standing- so forthcoming right Right. Like, okay, so now you've told some random man. So now go home and tell your wife, like, immediately, like you should have five years ago. Um, While standing on a stepladder over the balcony, Kate is spritzing a hanging plant for such a long time. Like, that plant is drowning. Like, you've done your your job. So you're only spritzing the leaves like you're not actually watering it like maybe <laughs> just saying maybe you deserve to fall off that ladder abby's feels very strongly about plants plants um, are important to me yeah 
Uh, Damien knocks her down on purpose on his little scooter, on his razor scooter. I was like, are we just fully ripping off The Shining here? Like, Oh my god, yeah. It was trying really hard to set up that scene as like... It was a boring good. scene, just like the rest of this movie, which was boring. All boring. Um, she hangs on by her fingertips, but ultimately falls and lands hard. She should have been dead, probably, but she's yeah, in the hospital... Probably. With internal bleeding, a broken collarbone, and has lost a baby. It definitely looks like there's more going on than just a broken collarbone and internal bleeding. Because uh, her arms are, like, in cast, but we don't. <laughs> We're like, like, don't worry about Neh. it. Yeah. Uh, Remus invites Robert over for a little, little slumber party and shows him the anomalies in the photographs he's taken. The photos he's of like, Father Brennan. He's like, this is a great idea. My wife is not in the hospital. Yeah, I'm fine. Um, the photos of Father Brennan and their previous nanny both foreshadow their deaths. Um, the two take an excursion to Father Brennan's little hidey hole under the train station that is plastered with Bible pages and crucifixes. He also kept a diary of all of Robert's Why couldn't movements. he just have a house? I don't understand. Like, aren't you in the church? Aren't you a churchman? A churchman? Yeah, you should have, like, he's he had to have a scary hidey hole. Otherwise, like, what would this movie have? Uh, yeah, it would just be like, oh, well-adjusted man came to, help, like, help me out. <laughs> Wrong. No. Um, Keith has discovered a lot of 666 and day and time correlations surrounding Damien's birth. It all seems very trite. Keith shows Robert a photo he recently took of himself that shows a similar anomaly to the others with like a slash across his neck. And so that's why he's interested in stopping all of this. Even I she- think if I were him, I would just avoid situations in which I could easily be beheaded. But whatever. I mean, he doesn't. To be fair, when he is beheaded, he's not really in a situation wherein you would assume you might be beheaded. You know? True, just like casually picking something up that you dropped. Off the ground, yeah. Uh, I do that all the time because I'm constantly knocking things over. Um, even though she has already expressed her fear of Damien, Robert leaves his bedridden wife, Catherine, in the hospital alone and flies to the location in Rome where Kate gave birth. It burned down in a horrible fire about five years ago. Um, Keith and Robert track down a nurse with Wanted visible burn up. scars. They say, Cinque Anni I. And I was like, oh, Cinque Anni Fa, five years ago. I was like, I understand what you're saying. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're so smart. Uh, I'm making a special surprise for Instagram right this second. You're going to love it. Love it. Uh, so they tracked down a nurse with visible burn scars. I don't know how they knew where she was. She's like just sitting in the middle She's of like, a plaza oh, yeah, selling no, I'm, I've been here. I've been here for five years. Yeah. Uh, they saw her from across the plaza and were like, she has scars on her face. Let's go ask her. Deranged. Um, It's bad. She tells them that the priest, Father Spiletto, who advised Robert to adopt the baby, now lives in Subiaco. On the way there, Keith slash Remus. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, this is a little later, but they take the slowest boat ride across like two miles of water. I was crying laughing. It's too much. (laughs) This whole like, then it's like, seems like a, like, it's almost like a police procedural because it's like these two, like, trying to track down clues I and stuff. Know, it's so fucking adventure stupid. Is so dumb. Um, on the way to Subiaco, Keith slash Remus tries to convince us that us and Robert that the poem about the apocalypse is 
um, and the devil's son is about politics. Um, and whoever set this in motion picked Robert specifically. I think because he's the president's godson. Couldn't they just pick the president himself? I don't, I'm confused. Maybe, you know, they're like, well, he's already in Italy. We have the jackal here. It's just a little quicker. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) At the monastery, our devilish duo find a heavily scarred father, Spileto, who cannot speak. When asked where Damien's mother is, he writes down a cemetery just north of Rome. At the cemetery, which... Like, they didn't even need to go to the cemetery. I don't know. At the cemetery, I mean, I our guess, boys... But like, it's like, he says, it's an ancient Etruscan cemetery. And then it's like, oh, here's a five-year-old grave that's exactly what we were looking for, like, five feet from the entrance. But like, have you though. ever been to a cemetery? They're fucking huge. huge. Yeah, they're confusing. You can't find your way around. Yeah. Um, at the cemetery, our boys start desecrating graves and find... An animal-looking creature in what should have been Davian's mother's grave, and Robert remembers that Father Brennan called her a jackal. In his own baby's grave, he finds an infant corpse with a bastion skull and finally catches on that someone killed his baby. Kind of a drag. Uh, Very sad. Two black dogs attack them, and they narrowly escape. Um, this, This movie is not, like... Black dogs are good dogs, okay? Like, they're not all... Yeah, it's also very classist to assume that all Rottweilers are evil or bad or, like, bred to be bad. Love a good Rottweiler. Uh, At the hospital, Mrs. Baylock uses a ruse to get in to see Catherine while Damien, like, mind melts the guard. I don't know what he's... He's just, like, staring at him intently. The guard is, like, sweating. Yeah. Um, Mrs. B puts an air bubble in the IV and kills Catherine. Robert and Keith very look for- tough to watch in my in my opinion. I didn't it's pretty like sad. It. Uh, Robert and Keith, yeah, this movie has like a lot of shock value, like a lot of things that don't feel like the baby corpse. Like, did I need to see that baby corpse? With like, a I giant know hole. Yeah, it was awful. I don't. Yeah, and then like Catherine's like very very long out. Death. Like they cut to back and forth to the scene like three different so times. Like many this, times. so yeah. long. I'm like, I get it. The guard is sweating. Catherine's asphyxiating. Uh, whoever was taking care of her is suddenly nowhere to be found. Like the nurse who was like, "Don't go in," is all of a sudden like, "I gotta go." Oh, take a it's shit. fine. I actually have to poop. Exactly. <laughs> um, Robert and Keith look for the town with Bugenhagen, where Bugenhagen lives, and Robert learns of. Catherine's death, but remains in Rome. Does he fly home immediately to He's take like, care of I'm his wife? Sad and sweaty. No. Uh, yeah, it's bad. Uh, Keith has found the town Megiddo. It's just south of Jerusalem. Wow, they really like hammer home that it's near Jerusalem. I wonder why. Yeah, so like, much I get it. Bible. Like, yeah, I'm there. They find Professor Dumbledore, um, who is off his rocker, played by Michael Gambone. I don't know. Um, How does Michael Gambone play anything else? When I hear his voice, I'm just like, Dumbledore. uh, Yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of always how he's done it. But yeah, so he, so Michael Gambone is Bugenhagen, but he's basically (laughs) Professor Dumbledore as a priest. Uh, He gives them a roll of daggers and says they must kill Damien on church grounds on Christ's altar, each knife must be buried to the hilt and set in the form of the cross. I am afterwards. so glad you wrote this down because here's what I wrote. Let's see. <laughs> he gives them directions. <laughs> gives them directions, seven sacrificial knives, etc. That's literally all I wrote. It doesn't matter, um, because spoiler alert, it doesn't happen. So Wow. 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 Spoiler. 
when it's Robert pushes spoiler. back, Bugenhagen. Nobody should watch this movie. Uh, Bugenhagen says the boy must have a 666 birthmark. And if it's not visible, then it's buried beneath the hair. Um, His nanny is an apostle. His nanny, Mrs. B, is an apostle of Satan and will die before she lets them kill Damien. Robert runs away, but Keith takes, takes the knives and tries to convince Robert that they must do it. They both make some good points. Probably my favorite line in this whole movie is, he's just like every other religious fanatic that thinks arcane scripture justifies killing, which is, like, very true. Like, that's a good yeah, point, Robert. true. Good point, yeah. Um, he says there's no God, no devil, only here and now. Also true. Also uh, true, yeah. But, like, if you're a Christian, I'm not going to hold it against you, but, like. I mean, but we might make fun of you when you're not <laughs> listening to us. <laughs> or when you are listening to us, I might make fun of you. Um, it's not for me. It's not it's for not, me. It's not for me. I, yeah, I can't, I don't, I don't. Did you see um, the special surprise on Instagram? I didn't. I'm trying to get through this plot. Why? I so I can go to bed because <laughs> it's 11 p.m.? <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. I will look. So um, Robert's flying. Oh, wait. So. Did we get past the beheading yet? No, no. We're um, So they are making points. Robert tosses so the knives sorry. down the stairwell. Keith runs to retrieve them, and then roofers knock a mallet off the roof, accidentally breaking a hinge on a metal sign that swings down and decapitates Keith. Goodbye, Remus. May he rest in peace. Um, R.I.P. Ken Jennings. (laughs) Robert sees this, takes the knives with him, and presumably doesn't wait to make arrangements for Keith's body. He, like, he's He's just like, fuck you, bye. (laughs) Um, At home in heavy rain, because, of course, uh, he's attacked by the same... Rottweiler that he kicked out of the cows once, uh, but he traps it. He sneaks into Damien's room, cuts his hair. I do not revealing. believe he's he's smart enough to trap the dog the way he did, but no, I guess yeah. we'll just overlook it. Uh, he somehow finds the exact spot on this child's gigantic head where the six 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 is. It takes the five hair seconds. Is so slow though. He's like, <laughs> also like, why is that the way you're choosing to do it? What about like a, an electric razor Get a or something? Shaver, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mrs. Baylock storms in and attacks, but Robert is able to grab Damien and run to the car. Is it Baylock? Baylock, yeah. Why have I been writing Braylock the whole time? I'm it's, unwell here. It's okay. <laughs> Nothing matters. It is Baylock. Uh, Mrs. The- Baylock gives chase and smashes the windshield, but he runs her down with his car, killing her. His guards and all the police that just hang out around his mansion all the time, of course, see him and then chase him. He gets Damien to the church and onto yeah, the like, altar. Yeah, like, why don't you just drive away normally? Just asking. Right. Uh, he starts an Our Father and reels up to stab Damien with the first knife when the SWAT team arrives and kills Robert. At the funeral, the president has taken Damien under his care for some reason? Question mark. Because the president, the Robert was his godson. I guess. But uh, mercifully, we are done. Fiend. Oh, the end. such a bad movie. So, so bad. So boring. So long. So long. So, so long. It's, yeah, it's two hours long. It's a pretty long movie. The only um, thing that is good is Mia Farrow, uh, especially when she got run over. By-, by the way, did you watch Malignant? I have not yet. No. Oh, my God. God I love, damn it. I love the surprise. Do you love like it. it? It's good, right? Uh, yeah, Mia Farrow's great. She's always great, but the like tenuous Rosemary's Baby connection is half baked and boring. The whole like shining mm-hmm. parallel, like also, you're not nailing it. 
It's not good. It's like, it did not need to be remade. Just go watch the original Omen. I also wrote, like, Robert and Kate don't seem like people I would want to hang out with. Like, there's nothing to, like, hold on to in this movie. (laughs) There's no, like... They don't have chemistry. They don't, like... No, it's... Neither one of them are very much a character at all. Like, I wrote, like, the only thing we know about Catherine is that she's a wife and mother. But honestly, the only thing we know about Robert is that he's a father... And an ambassador. Like, we don't know much else about him either. Like, these are barely characters. And, and they're a not portrayed. liar. Yeah, a, and a gaslighter. But, like, there's nothing interesting to really, like, say about anybody. Uh, yeah, it's a real disappointing character structure. I mean, like, in Rosemary's Baby, you, like, really feel the tension and, the, like, the gaslighting is so palpable. Palpable. Palatable. Palatable, and uh, like the tension builds like so well. It's like such a good slow burn, and I feel like they were trying for something like that. And there were elements that like almost could have been spooky. Like some of the dream sequences maybe were like slightly spooky, but not enough to justify just like how much this movie made me want to take a nap. (laughs) I fell asleep, to be fair, um, while writing the plot. I was like not even in a comfortable position. I think like, um, like I think it like it has so many like meta almost moments like almost on the line of it of like trying to reference Rosemary's Baby, obviously The Shining, the original Omen, yeah. But it doesn't go far enough, and it's taking itself so seriously it's that like so self serious. If it yeah. gave itself a little levity and like really maybe like leaned into the meta or something, it'd be like a little bit more of a fun like ride. But I'm t- like. I don't like talking about Satanist movies because I'm so tired of it. I'm like, okay, Satan is evil, I guess, whatever. Like, let's not talk about the atrocities of the Catholic Church. Like, no, that's far too complicated. I just don't feel like it's fun to watch, like, possession or exorcism movies where uh, the church is, like, positioned in a heroic role. Yeah, it's just, like, not fun because it's, like, you're a rapist, so no. Um, But... I don't know, and it, like, almost has something to say, like, with Robert's character being, like, a sort of, like, a questioner of religion over, like, religious fanatics, like, almost has something to say about it. it. Like, it almost tries to do so many things, too, because then it's, like, maybe we're talking about political corruption. Maybe we're talking about mental health issues. Maybe we're talking about, like, (laughs) characterization of the working class, but really we're talking about none of them. But so. yeah, we're not going to say any of it and Sorry. Satan is the bad guy. <laughs> like, also, Damien, the only person that he's hurt is Catherine. Um, his, like, borderline abusive mother. Like, that's the only person that he's really, like, seeked any vengeance on. The nanny, who doesn't, also doesn't get a name. So sorry. The first nanny. His name is Nanny. Um, she commits suicide. What if that's but- her name? Just kidding. It's not. Nan. Hey, Nan, the nanny. Man. Um... She is making eye contact with a hellhound before she commits suicide and says it's for Damien, but, like, he didn't have any part of it. Same thing with uh, Father Brennan. He's nowhere to be seen. Same thing with Remus Lupin. He's nowhere around. So, like, is it Damien? I don't, like, what has the kid really done? the hellhound? The hellhound kind of just, like, fell off the radar. They're, like, all over. It's just, like, all black dogs are bad. Um... Which I just, like, black dogs and black cats are adopted at a lower rate than other colored animals. It's so sad. It is really sad, yeah. 
Um, and this movie is to blame for all of it. Just kidding. But seriously. Uh, yeah. This movie is so problematic uh, in its treatment of the working class. Like, first of all, Nanny No Name is the first one to die. She's in a servile position to this, like, super affluent family. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Baylock, not Braylock, her replacement is like, <laughs> it's immediately clear that she's evil and like she's othered and like kind of weird and has weird behavioral patterns. Uh, and and she's, she's older. Older, shrew, and she's subservient to this like, you know, hell child. Oh, sorry. She, yeah, she's the evil matron. She's like basically the evil stepmother. Uh, she's got no character except for that she's Mia Farrow and her only reason for being around and for being alive and walking God bless Mia Farrow. Damien. Yeah. Um, and then, like, so, yeah, all the motivations of the women in this movie are, like, oh, you're, they all revolve around children, but it's either, like, wife and mother, like, personal fulfillment through child bearing or, um, you know, personal fulfillment through worshiping the son of the devil or just like trying to like have gainful employment and all of them are kind of like just relegated to their lives circulating around Damien for different reasons a white male child and then Robert I don't know what Robert is doing but he he was not the one to take this movie all the way through to the end he like get leave get leave Schreiber off my fucking TV (laughs) um yeah, like he he's a liar, he's a gaslighter. Um, he refused to let his wife in on anything that the fuck is going on, but he like is also Yeah, not a like character. he let his wife die not knowing like she suspected the reality of her situation and then she dies not knowing like who her child is, what happened to the baby she actually carried like to term mm-hmm. and gave birth to. Like uh, Robert just doesn't trust her with information and he gaslights her when he knows something is wrong too but he just chooses to kind of like drive this wedge and then kind of let like Kate take the blame for when Damien's like behaviors become problematic he's like mm-hmm. you know he like kind of just gaslights her and like she's wearing her like pajamas and she's so depressed she can't get off the couch like get Damien out of here I have a headache you know right she's yeah at best sniveling and scared and at worst like mean and dismissive so like and she's it. definitely like coded as evil or bad for wanting to terminate her pregnancy which like gross yeah gross, gross. I don't STFU movie. Why couldn't Robert just tell her that their baby died and that that there's this other baby that needs to adopt this baby? Yeah. And then they could have. Why did it have to be a conversation about it? Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't trust her, and she couldn't handle it because she's a woman and she's frail and hysterical. When she's really like the only person with presence of mind in this movie, and. I believe if she had taken the journey to Rome, Subiaco, Megiddo, what have you, things would have gotten done. I trust her I more. Agree, yeah. I don't. I don't really trust either one of them. But I mean, maybe if Remus Lupin did it by himself, he could have gotten it done. Um, Possibly. He didn't really need Robert, did he? No, Robert did nothing but slow him down. You're dead weight, Robert. Yeah. yeah. You're crying and like wailing, so we're you get distracted. We're attacked by dogs. Like Christ, I love dude. the I love the scene where like right after Remus 
Keith gets his head like sliced off and then Robert like sees it and he like is covering his mouth and the camera shakes for no reason. I was like, where, what is going on? Like, what is this choice? the end where Damien's like staring into the camera, breaking the fourth wall or whatever. I'm like, why do this? It's going on for too long. It's weird. I don't like it. And I, as much as I want Leave Schreiber off my TV, I also want this weird little child off my TV. It's not the child's fault. Um, the poor actor whose name is, wait for it, Seamus Davy Fitzpatrick. Well, I, I wonder he's having do you a think great that day. He's Irish. Um, so Rebecca coming in hot with the jokes today. I'm hilarious. So you are hilarious. I mean, he's made some. This kid who's, I don't know, like twenty something, is doing fine. He's done some, some little parts. Guess what his middle name is? I don't know. Guess Patrick. just guess something Irish. Patrick Fitzpatrick. Seamus. Uh, exactly. No, it's Liam. <laughs> Liam. Was oh that goodness. an accent? Yeah, yes. I also, I mean, you've touched on this before, but I want to mention that Rottweilers are getting, a, like, a bad treatment here. They've frequently been classified as, like, violent or bad dogs, along with pit bulls, and these kind of violent or, like, perceived as violent breeds are often associated with underserved black communities. So, um, as innocuous as it may seem to put, like, a Rottweiler on screen as a, like, guard dog to a devil child, it's actually kind of, like, perpetuation of a damaging stereotype. So maybe people mm-hmm. should just think before they do stupid fucking shit. Yeah. Uh, white supremacy isn't an excuse. Uh, it's also a very, very, very white movie. Um, one of, of course, one of Robert's assistants or like underlings. I'm not sure exactly what his role is. Is a black man. Uh, but that's it. I think he has a name in the script, but we don't. I didn't hear even it clock on screen. that. Honestly. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Everybody do. Better. It also that's is like his name is Tom Portman. Played by Reggie Austin. Oh, yeah, no, I do remember that. Sorry. Sorry, Tom. Sorry, Reggie. Uh, So there's also, like, a good amount of, like, cultural othering of Rome. Like, the Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anglo-Saxon Kate wants to leave Rome, like, is reticent to learn Italian. It's sort of classified as, like, dirty and loud, particularly during the scene when the Final Destination car explosion happens. Uh, And, yeah, I think there's... I mean, Italy is a complicated place because it has enacted some violence against other countries, a.k.a. Mm. Ethiopia. But also Italy has often and Italian immigrants have often been othered. And I feel like there's like this simultaneous like romance and sort of like dismissiveness and othering and like racial bias against people that are from Italian origins. And like, yeah, like they're like the policeman is like shouting to a construction worker they're like really expressively yelling with their hands it's like dirty there's beeping horns and then london is like oh my god we're going to london and it's like the seat of cultural sophistication you know Uh, london is also dirty all cities are dirty it's just like people are are dirty dirty. people are dirty yeah um that's how i want to point out that i was on the cape this weekend for my friend dana's wedding and i saw somebody just like throw a like fast food container out of their car so yeah i saw someone do that the other day on the highway people are trash everywhere like yeah grow up 
What else is that? Anyway, I don't know. Phoenix isn't as dirty as Boston, I'd say. It's dirty really? in different ways. Uh, not no, many, but, not as many people you know walking where, like, around. It's so funny. Like you see the most dog shit on the sidewalks that people don't clean up in the like wealthiest neighborhoods. Like people in Beacon Hill do not clean their dog shit up. They just like don't bother. And yeah, then I like I when the shit gets snowed on, and so it just like freezes. And then and you you have, like, I've definitely stepped on snowed on shit before. Frozen shit, and then in the next spring, the shit thaws back out, and it's like just like reshitted shit. Ugh, I hate living Why, in the just city. Like, pick up your dog shit. I love living in the city, uh, and I'm a little bit outside of it now. Like I'm still in Phoenix, but I'm not like in downtown, and I kind of miss. How loud and dirty it is, you know? I love it. I can't wait to live somewhere quieter where I don't have to talk to anyone when I walk my dog. I don't have to talk to I just ignore everyone when I walk my dog. Um, I don't have headphones in either. I just don't listen when they try to talk You're to like, me. You're like, what? What? No, I didn't hear Oh, were you, you talking to me? I'm sorry. Gotta go. I have diarrhea. <laughs> I have to leave. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Uh, I'm really tired, so I think we should wrap up because I'm okay. Bye. I'm falling asleep at the wheel here. (laughs) Uh, This is a short and sweet one, as it should be. Um, There's not a lot to say about this movie, honestly. Uh, Fuck like the Catholic Church as a hero in every horror movie ever, uh, and Christianity in general. Like I think there are a lot of things to examine. and like really bad policies put forth by um, bad people, those higher up in the church. I'm not saying that everyone who is a Christian is bad. I'm saying that like a lot of the times Christianity the power is used as a tool. Yeah, the power structures are evil. Like, yeah, yeah. If you're having like a nice time just believing in God and like feeling like it's fulfilling to you on a personal level outside of any organization, go you. But Go you. the power structures uh, in the Catholic, evangelical, Christian, like any denomination are really, really racist, really sexist, really mm-hmm. homophobic, and generally just like extremely damaging to uh, marginalized communities. So think uh, before you church, people. Think about it. I think that uh, at one point Keith slash Remus Lupin says uh, there slash are no Ken Jennings. cat slash Jeopardy winner. Uh, Ken Jennings he says (laughs) there are no atheists in foxholds which is like something that I understand as like a atheist as a satanic atheist I think that like I understand why people believe in God I think it's like a healthy thing to be afraid of like shit that goes on and it's like an understandable human reaction to the absolute unknown that is our existence but at the same time we shouldn't be using that as a tool to oppress and manipulate all I gotta say you know what I mean it's also like I feel like people are so scared of death like it's this thing that we could somehow stave off through dogma and uh like these kind of like you know constructed belief systems but when you just take a breath and realize you're gonna die at some point no matter what fucking happens to you and what you do like something's gonna get you and your consciousness will just be snuffed out like a little match after that and you won't have to worry about shit anymore kind of nice right i love not to worry about stuff uh i do like like i also i don't understand about christianity is like you want to still be in your brain like for (sighs) eternity i don't want to stay here (laughs) like get me out of here (laughs) uh 
I also like it really scares me that people who don't understand my atheism are like, well, what about morality? I'm like, is that the only thing that causes your morality? Like, that's horrifying. That means you're a shitty person, right? Yeah. I'm not living, I'm not like trying to be a nice person because I think I might go to heaven. I'm like trying to be a nice person to be a nice person. Like, Like, what? To do, yeah. Uh, But anyway, so yeah, like, let's stop making Satan a scapegoat, okay? They would never. I mean, especially because. Satan isn't even real, you guys. Just like for real, it's not. Let's pick just a treat new each tack, other nicely. Like, pick a new plot line. It's all boring. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So fuck white supremacy. Fuck. Listen, fuck Texas. If you're from there, I don't know. Get out. What are you doing in Texas? I don't know. Yeah, like just kidding. That- There's a. It's just like when people are like, let the South recede from the North. Is like they're then you're disregarding a huge subset of people who don't agree with those, including like Texas, along with a lot of states in the Southwest, have a large Latinx population, including yeah. where I live. So like you know, some Latinx people have their own fucking problems. But listen, like we shouldn't disregard all of them. But like let's put in practice no. not taking away women's body autonomy or yeah. Or menstruating, or or people who could get pregnant. Let's not take away their autonomy. That's fucked up. Yeah, I'm so excited. I don't really menstruate anymore. It's kind of great. I do. IUD. IUD life, baby. Yeah, if you're from Texas or you know some from someone from Texas and you need help, I don't know. Give me a call. I don't know. I'll go pick you up. Texas is like four hours from here. I will literally pick you up. Come back to Arizona and get your ass an abortion. I'll do it. I'll get your cousin one. I'll get your sister one. Somebody come arrest me because I'm going to do it. Uh, I'm not going to arrest you. By the way, how is your chucking burritos into the um, prison yard plan going? (laughs) Great. We haven't put any uh, solid concrete plans in place. Uh, we you know also what? are farther away from that prison. Uh, <laughs> so, well, so I, I still was need watching. to like, I like want to find, like, I want to write to someone in prison or like try to support incarcerated people, but I don't like know if people like that are incarcerated want just like a random white woman being like, can well, I help you? So I, uh, so I've donated to a program that, Um, like, gives money to people in immigration detention centers um, in order to, like, put money on their phone cards. But you can also do that for incarcerated people, which is probably, like, they don't want to hear from me, but they got somebody on the outside, you know? Like, they want to hear from their friends. like, programs to restock, like, libraries and to, like, Mm -hmm. kind of... I have to read more about this because I read about it, like, it's actually really shocking, like, what books get banned from prison libraries for the most, like, asinine reasons. Uh, And, like, I don't know. Like, there's, I think, a way to get around it. Where did I read this? I don't know. This is going nowhere. I read something somewhere one time. I've also read something somewhere. I don't know either. Uh, I think, uh, I would hope that, like, maybe if we gave prisoners, like, a better uh, quality of life, like, there would be less, like, I don't know instances of I just like I don't know I don't I feel like a lot of the times they don't get the same quality of life as everyone else because we assume that everyone in prison is like has murdered babies or something but it's really just like some person who got picked up for marijuana charges and that you know it's just like something fucking stupid so like let's all remember that um 
and that the like the prison thing industrial that... complex is a bunch of fucking bullshit. So anyway. nasty. The one of the dirtiest thing they do, things they do, like the prison industrial complex and the like right wing lobbyists and politicians that are kind of in concert with them, is when they fucking like count incarcerated people as part of their like county oh, total yeah. so they can mm-hmm. get more represented representative like seats. I wonder why would you want to put more people in jail then huh is it because we make yeah, a lot of like, money off of them because and they count and... as residents but they can't vote or like even like participate in the local economy of the place that they're supposedly a resident mm-hmm. interesting wonder why um, but anyway, yeah, fuck the prison industrial complex. Fuck each other in a nice way. Yeah. Um, fuck David Thewlis. I forgot. Thewels. What's in his a name? nice way? In Thwels. a nice way. I don't know. Thwels. Like who I don't know what that last name is. Fuck Leaf Schreiber on my TV. Get that motherfucker. In a bad off way. Abby hates him. Um Petition to get Leaf Schreiber off of our TVs at all times. <laughs> Uh, but I, I mean, cannot I look know. at the man's face. I'm telling you. What about his brother? He was in Weeds. Uh, hold on. Let's go to the books here. <laughs> to the mattresses where his brother is like. Uh, even I- looking at his picture on IMDb. Ah, uh, you're so mad. <laughs> oh, um, wasn't he in Orange Is the New Black too? Yeah, he was. He was mustache. porn stash. Yeah, I just kind of am mm-hmm. seeing him as porn stash. Uh, mm-hmm. Schreiber's off my TV in general. Goodbye. In general. Don't need it. Don't want it. Uh, uh, I, I see what you're saying. I don't hate him as much as you do. Maybe because Scream, like, really means a I lot mean, to me. I don't know anything about I him except, like, get him, get that face of his off my TV. Um, <clears throat> but everybody, thanks for listening. <clears throat> okay, gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> Thanks Love for listening. All. Yeah, rate, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We have a Patreon at Spooky Patreon. I'm so tired. <laughs> what? <laughs> Patreon.com slash Spooky Succubus cast and at Spooky Succubus underscore cast on Instagram. Please follow us and stuff. Come on, do it. Yeah. Do it. My uh, when I was getting my hair done today, Frank, my hairstylist, was like, "I tried to play your podcast in the salon, but you guys were kind of like too dirty." I think it, he said it was the episode on the thing where we were just like talking about like how much we wanted for to fuck. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like, don't play our podcast where other people can hear you. Yeah, it's like, not at your it's place in alone work. time. Yeah, I mean. Uh. Yeah, like we, I mean, maybe if your coworkers are cool and interested in to just like trash women bantering about nothing we need to wrap this up i'm like anyway okay love you bye Bye.